Welcome to a special episode of Ed's Not Dead, Teacher Tips. Teacher Tips. We're back. We are back <laughs> with our standalone segments that our audience seems to like, Teacher Tips, where we yes. talk all things classroom instruction. Yes. Our last Teacher Tips segment was episode was on how to organize your classroom. That's we right. Had, we had the resident expert here, Mr. I actually Sins. got some really good feedback on that episode. Did you? Yeah. From non-teachers, interestingly enough. Yeah? Yeah. Uh, one guy um, talked to me about just sort of how he was surprised how much goes has to go into teaching. Yeah. And thinking about it. That's in funny. The prep work. And, you know, in a totally yeah, sincere way, he was telling me that. Yeah. Um, I was like, yeah, I guess it is a lot. Yeah, it's a pretty, yeah. pretty complex job. Yeah. 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 Uh, I think our friend of the show, Kaz, yeah. Mr. Kaz, I think he commented that he liked he liked old doctor hearing Doctor D here talk about his teaching. Yeah, he was he yeah, was enamored. He was with like, that. oh my god, Robbie, he's a real person. Robbie Dodd taught. <laughs> he knows something about it. Anyway, thanks for the feedback. Guys. That is funny. All right, so tonight on Teacher Tips, we are going to talk about an all important topic: how you persevere and keep yourself motivated all the way until the end of the year. Audience, when you hear this, it'll be late May. And or mid May, I have problems. Late with, May, late May, yeah, okay. Um, and it's the time of year where every second in the classroom counts. You got to keep teaching bell to bell. That's right. Beginning of the day to the end of the day. How do you do it? How do you stay motivated? And more importantly, how do you keep kids engaged all the way until uh, you hear Alice Cooper saying "School's <laughs> Out"? You love playing that forever. song. Oh, that's the greatest it's song so ever. Are you going to play it this year? By the way, I should play it, shouldn't I? Yeah, it's, about it's, it. it's a good. Do you guys remember me playing? I yeah, do. Yeah. yeah. Sure. Okay, good. I, I I still have the tape. So how to, so the how to, tape? Yeah. So I still t- have the eight track, <laughs> the phonograph. I guess I could just get it get it on the line, couldn't I? <laughs> <laughs> on on the YouTube. That is so. Funny. Anyway, anyway, uh, what do you got? What do you got, Mister Sids? You're, I you're think the, big picture. I think uh, it's you got to start with what you can control, and that's yourself and how you deal with the stressors of the year. So the end of the year. you are. No, it's just you have to exude positivity for not only the teachers around you, but the students because they're they're looking at you, for examples. And if you are looking like or feeling like or saying things that are, are saying, well, we just have to get through this. We only have a couple more weeks. We're counting down. If you do that, um, the kids pick up on it and they're going to do the same. You, you have to. So if you check out, they check out. Correct. If you're checking out, they, they can smell it, even if you're trying to fake it. You got to. They're like sharks. <laughs> they are. You really do. You have, you have to come in. We don't have to do anything. Because <laughs> Mr. Dodd is asking us to take down the bulletin boards. <laughs> so we know he's done. Right. But it's only June 1st. Uh, yeah. And that's a good point, too. I mean, I, when if you're taking down your 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 wall de- decorations in the yeah. beginning of May, it's probably not a good sign. I, you know, when you bring that up, I have seen that where you're just like, come on, there's literally weeks left yes you're gonna deconstruct your it takes two hours right to do and you're doing it in may yeah that's a problem what if you need what if you need to go fishing though (laughs) i mean hypothetically right yeah last couple years in the classroom it would be for a few weeks out before the end of the school year i would take like one thing down a day so in all uh, that's good so in all seriousness um one thing that i always thought of as a teacher and as a principal was that um this is the end of relationships. That is true, right? I mean, rela- and that causes dis- discontent. You know, in where, some you know where I'm going with yep. this. So you got kids that you've connected with, you've bonded with, 
they look to you. Mm-hmm. You're this huge non-parental figure in their lives. They see um, you more than maybe even their parents. Right. So how do you how do you sustain that relationship in a positive way all the way to the end so kids feel supported? Keep, I, keep teaching? You got to keep teaching. You got to stick to your routines, and you have to maintain a positive attitude with kids. Yeah. Because they're going to test you whether they want to or not, and you kind of have to you have to really get into a mindset of like, I know it's going to be challenging, but I have to, I have to maintain a positive attitude. Yeah. That and, and that's hard. That's hard for adults because maybe everyone around you is is starting to check out. Yeah. How do you how do you bounce back from that? How that's do you, challenging. How do you as far as curriculum and and I, I know I know teachers don't have a lot of autonomy with what they have to teach and and the end of the year now these days is a big assessment time as, as the rest of the year is but you're you're usually doing state assessments and benchmark assessments at the end of the year but are there anything any things that you can do differently curriculum wise that that wrap a bow on the year put a bow on the year that keep kids engaged projects reflections so and don't take this the wrong way but i think starting to think about next year mm-hmm in a way, not that you've given up on this year, but reflect on what you've done. Mm-hmm. Ask the kids to reflect on mm-hmm. what they've done and what you've done. Yeah. And uh, try something new. Mm-hmm. You know, one thing I, I think, at least I always felt as the year came to a close, was whether it was a self-imposed pressure or came from somewhere else, probably more self-imposed to to do this and do that and, you know, kind of keep doing what we're doing and do a great job. And um, I always felt a little bit looser at the end of the year. Right. More relaxed Mm -hmm. um, and more willing to accept failure. Yeah. Try something. Right. It didn't work. Yeah. That's okay. Yeah. I'm going to learn about it this year. Yeah. And I'm going to try it again next year. But if it's a disaster. Yeah. So be it. So I tell my first year teachers this every year around this time, I tell them, um, towards the end of our relationship, I, I, my last parting recommendation for the last couple of months is if there's something in the year that I asked you to do or recommended you to do, or maybe you didn't feel comfortable, maybe you just didn't feel like you could have done that with your kids for whatever reason, mm-hmm. I want you to try it. Mm-hmm. Because if it works in May or first week of June and it's a routine or a rule or like a game or an activity, it's going to work in September. Yeah. And if you can get it to work now and get kids engaged and excited to learn, in June, then you can do it in September. So try it. If it doesn't work, you got a couple of weeks left and nothing's going to happen anyway. So it's, you just got to take that risk. Yeah. And I mean, inherently, um, I mean the, that last few weeks of school is a happy time. I mean, kid, you, kids for are, some, yeah, I mean, yeah. yeah, yeah. Kids are looking forward to the end. Staff are looking forward to the end. Parents are exhausted. <laughs> I mean, parents may be the most exhausted of the three groups. Um, because they've, you know, they've had to, yeah. they've had to parent all year and, and, <laughs> and, and they look to the summer as a little bit of a break, yeah. you know, it's a change of routine. You don't have to get up and get kids out the door or make lunches or do all the stuff that you've, you've got to do during the school yeah. year. So you gotta, you gotta try to leverage that, that th- those good feelings yeah. to keep, um, to keep kids learning. And I think that's, um, you also have to recognize that there are some kids that they get three squared meals a day at the school. Yeah. And, you know, there's that potential that 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 all that structure goes away yeah. and all and, and a lot of the support mechanisms that they rely on every day are 
they they don't maybe they don't consciously know it, but it, subconsciously they know it's coming, and and that could be a reason why there's misbehavior. That could be why Absolutely. they're lashing it's out for whatever or... reason. Yeah, it's a stress related piece. Yeah. And that could be exhibited in your classroom in a way that you right. need to be ready and patient for. And you guys know when we worked together when I was a principal that, um, you know, I mean, it's everybody lets their guard down a little bit. And supervision is really important at the yeah. end, of, end of the Very school true. year. And I would always you remember my emails where I would urge staff to stay vigilant, do your duties, be where you're supposed to be. Yeah. You know, you got to you got to you got to stay not a free for all. No, yeah. you got to stay on your game because. Yep. Just from an organizational standpoint, you want everybody still pulling in the same direction yeah. until the end. Yeah, for sure. Yep. yep. What else? Oh, man. Um, I think if you can plan it right, you can make it you can make the end of the year fun and, and do some cool activities with yeah. kids. If you yeah. if you if you at least let them know ahead of time, like there was a uh, towards the end of the year, I let them I gave them a big picture of what we're going to be doing up until the very end. Um, which got us to like the the second to last day of school, which is, it wasn't like we were doing research projects, like heavy research projects, but it was still academically rigorous and they knew that it was coming. So they knew that we're going to be doing X, Y, Z activities and projects right. or whatever it may be. So they, they were, they knew what to expect. So it wasn't a surprise when they came in on June 12th that we were actually still doing work. So what do you think of, um, Back in the day, when I was a fourth grade teacher, we did memory books at the end of the year. Ooh, nice. Ooh what's that? And, well, the kids, we, we ordered these um, little hardbound, empty books, uh, and they would... That wasn't your idea. Whose idea was that? No, that was my idea. James. Really? I was... Uh, it might have been Jane's. <laughs> Jane. I wouldn't have taken you Jane, for such if a... if you're out there, I'll give you credit, but I... <laughs> yeah, it was probably Jane's idea. <laughs> but I just wouldn't have thought you'd be the sentimental type. Me not sentimental. Am I, uh, Speak for yourself, Mister. Oh. <laughs> oh, ouch. We, well, no, I mean, it's, that's true. <laughs> we know that about you. Yeah. <laughs> Pretty true. <laughs> no, I, well, so the the memory books were great, and I, I I've often wondered because you're talking about academic press and rigor all the way to the end. But I mean, when kids look back on my on their experience with me, you know, I'm not sure they're gonna think about. Um, I wonder if those if there's a place for that kind of social emotional reflection. Absolutely, it's not necessarily academically rigorous, but yeah, the, those are kinds of things that they keep in a drawer somewhere that that travel around in a box for the rest of their lives, yeah. right? And they look back and their kids see it, and um, I mean those things are important. Yeah, and so I think you know as much as we push these days, I feel like. Those things still have a place, although they could be construed as busy work and just kind of let's ride out the year, right? In your memory books. I mean, if you're not spending 10 days on it, I mean, no. those things are valuable. And, yeah. and to say that they're not valuable would be yeah. uh, not would be disingenuous. Yeah, yeah. I mean, especially younger ages definitely overlooks yeah. where they are. Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, talk yeah. to an eight-year-old and yeah. tell me right. that's not important to that them. Is, that yeah. is important to them. Yep. Yep. Um, something along what you were talking about before, and this is... This isn't uh, school related per se, mm -hmm. but you talked about going fishing. Yeah, <laughs> and I don't think there's anything wrong with planning something for yourself. Yeah, on the day after the last day of school. A absolutely. Yeah, something to look forward to. Yep, that you haven't been able to do. Yep, or that you want to do, yep. or that you'd love to do and spend all day on. Like, there's absolutely nothing wrong with looking forward to a non-school non-work related yeah, activity yeah, yeah. yeah and having that dangling there at the end i think is, is a really good 
uh, a motivator. Yeah, yeah and that's in, true. In the '90s, when I was, I would every year I would have my pickup truck loaded up, <laughs> and I would go to um, the uh, Blue Ridge, and I would fish for a week. Um, I would look forward to that so much, but part of once I was there and I was enjoying it, it wasn't just that I was enjoying fly fishing in the Smokies. It was that I was also thinking about the school year and that it was over and that it was a common rest of reflection. Absolutely. It felt good because I, you know, you had gone out in a positive way. And so it's still in you and with you. It's not just, I wasn't just fishing and forgotten about the school year. It was, it was, I was thinking about the people and, um, and so it's, you know, it's, it, it continues to live on and even once it's, it's over and having that nice fun plan thing can, can even make it more enjoyable. Yeah, Absolutely. Yeah. All right. Well, I think we're about out of steam on this. <laughs> what do you think? Well, if you have any ideas on how to finish the year strong, listeners out there, please yeah. leave us some ideas or, or some feedback on, yeah. on iTunes or, or on uh, Facebook. Let us know how you finish the year strong. Mr. Cause, if, if we, we expect reflection from you. Yes. But I'm, I'm throwing out an assignment. I'm throwing out the gauntlet to, to our friend of the show, Mr. Cause. Your reflection, your end of the year, it can have nothing to do with standards-based grading. <laughs> okay? You've got to reflect on something else. That's right. Let's, That's let's right. Talk, talk about, talk about you're an awesome teacher. I want to hear, hear a different reflection. <laughs> anyway, I love Kaz. He's awesome. He's, 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 the, he's the tip of the spear on standards-based grading. Yeah, he is. Isn't he? He's going yep. to... Change in the world. Yeah, he's going to enact major change in, in the world of grading. All right, folks. Yeah, send us your ideas for how to how to keep it going all the way to June. Thanks for tuning in to Teacher Tips, boys. Say goodbye. Bye-bye. Have a great night. <laughs>